listening to ESL Talk, a podcast made for English teachers by English teachers. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You are listening to ESL Talk. A podcast made for English teachers by English teachers. Hello, and welcome to a new episode of ESL Talk. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode, learning how to attract and retain more students for your ESL business. We hope you found it useful. Yeah, today we are going to examine the power of social media and how this can help you as an ESL teacher. Um, not only can you promote your services, you can also attract new students, which is what we talked about last week. You can demonstrate your content, um, build discussion and involve your learners outside the classroom too. Yeah, it is truly incredible how many people you can reach nowadays by using the right approach on the several different platforms that we have available to us. And I really want to share with you all my Instagram success story and how I managed to go from 300 followers to over 15,000 in two months. It sounds like a BuzzFeed uh, clickbait article. (laughs) Well, I think you're up. I think the last time I checked is over 17,000 now. So yeah, it's just approaching snowballed. 18. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. So not only will, will we hear about phase success with social media, um, but we'll also talk to our guest today, Serene. She's a social media expert and ESL teacher too. And she regularly produces a lot of English teaching content for her followers. Um, but I think, first of all, we should <laughs> listen and learn with Faye. No pun intended. Um, So Faye, can you tell us a little bit about your journey using social media to spread your teaching message? How did it all begin? Sure. Yeah, I started my Instagram account, uh, Learning with Faye, last December, actually, as a way to get back in touch with my students and into teaching again. Uh, I had just come out of a one-year maternity leave um, with my daughter still at home. And my goal was to kind of transition slowly into a more flexible uh, teaching from home setting, you know, kind of make my own hours uh, because of the pandemic um, also, but also because I still had to take care of my daughter. I didn't really want to put her in daycare um, with the pandemic and everything. I did not expect my profile to take off as quickly as it did, though. It actually made me a little bit stressed out, um, like I had to be doing more faster. 
but my goal was to make a new post every day. That's how I started out and to use uh, the stories feature a lot um, on Instagram to engage with my followers as a way to teach and review. That's a great way to, to basically uh, do that back and forth that we get in the classroom. And I managed to stay pretty consistent as a, as a result, my following started to grow exponentially. It was crazy. It was went from like getting 30 followers a day, 200 a day, and then 500 and then it was like 2000 followers a day Wow! and until it kind of slowed down, but now it's picking up again. Yeah. And as of the time of this recording, I think I'm approaching 20,000 followers from all yeah. over the globe. Incredible. And you've kind of hit the nail on the head. You talked about consistency mm-hmm. and like I trialed a few things. I tried a few things and I'm like, well, I got to work. I got to get this class ready. I've got to teach this job and do this. And it's just really, really difficult. So mm-hmm. I guess having that determination and that kind of what's the word I guess having that discipline to be able to do it every day right yeah it's easy to get your fingers in a lot of pies and then you're just you don't really finish anything and yeah it's just focusing on one thing really helps it's awesome so Faith why do you think many teachers find it difficult to connect with their learners because I I see all the time teachers say you know I'm finding it really tough to attract my learners I don't know how to get new students and I'm Mm -hmm. trying social media but it's not working so what do you think is the difference or what what might they be missing it's kind of what I just said I think it's a bit overwhelming because there's just so much out there mm-hmm. uh, there's Instagram TikTok Telegram WhatsApp groups Facebook and and often you think that you need to have either all of them or do all of it or you're just like oh, I'm not just gonna I'm not gonna do any of it it's just too much uh, but it's 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 so it's very time consuming to be honest um I'm only focusing on Instagram. I started a YouTube channel that I haven't uploaded a single video to yet. Um, But just my Instagram upkeep, basically. Uh, I spend about 10 hours a week just doing that. Um, Creating content, responding to messages, uh, posting on my stories. Uh, So it does take up a lot of your time. But I do think just targeting uh, your audience, just focusing on one tool at least mm-hmm. to start with is definitely yep. the best way to do it. Yeah. I would and, say so. um, and what about you, your, your journey on social media? What, how has it been for you? It's very different to yours. Um, I did experiment with Instagram maybe like a year ago and I get, got a slow, steady following a few hundred followers, but I'm kind of a perfectionist. And when I look at something, I'm like, I don't like this. So I'll delete Mm -hmm. it and I'll try to improve it and make it better. Um, What I was doing as well is I was creating like, as of obviously last March when everything went into lockdown and we started teaching online, I was creating a lot of material and content for my students, my university students that I teach. And then I realized, okay, well, if I'm going to make a video for them, why don't I just make a video and put it on YouTube? Because I might be able to help some other learners. Mm. And um, I think I made a couple of videos kind of for teachers, how to help teachers. Um, I did a couple on writing. Uh, I took took them down again. But one video that I put up, it's terrible. It's really it's not <laughs> edited at all, but it's still got like three, almost 4,000 um, views. And yeah. I got really good feedback. So that was encouraging and that kind of helped me. But again, like YouTube is kind of, I think, where I'm going to focus because, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I kind of teach IELTS the most. That's what I really enjoy. And that's what I like to kind of focus on. And I think there's a lot of potential growth for that and a lot of people Mm -hmm. doing that but it's I don't just want to do it for the sake of it I want to do it well and I want Mm -hmm. to take the right steps which kind of leads me to my next question so what are some steps simple steps that teachers can take to start increasing their social media presence Faye what would you say 
Um, just get started, honestly. Like, and 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 when you were talking, it just reminded me of me. I think as teachers, all a lot of us are perfectionists. It's, it kind of attracts this type of personality. Teaching yeah, I think so. being like a planner, organize everything, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's it's very easy to just want to plan everything and have the perfect uh, posts and the perfect videos before you right. even start. Um, but as you said, you just like started putting stuff on YouTube and people started liking it. And it was the same with me and my Instagram. Um, at first, I had all these different plans and all these different uh, templates for what I was going to use. And I'd been doing that for about a month. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to start because if I start posting, if I make my my profile public, then I will have to keep going. Right. And just like kind of lit that fire that I mm-hmm. needed under me and uh and, and, and once you get started, it just, it, you will, you will change. And like you said, there will be things you don't like, and you're like, I should delete this or, oh, you can, if you want, <laughs> but mm-hmm. you're like, oh, how, why did I say that? Why did I do it that way? I look at my first video I posted. I'm like, oh, that angle and that lighting <laughs> and, you know, and like, why, why did I make that face? And it's, it's normal. It's all a learning process for us too. Mm-hmm. But um, so some things is just start and you don't have to do what I did and post every day and you don't have to post a grammar lesson on present perfect. It's like that takes a long time to 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 create. Exactly. Just, you can do inspirational quotes or quote of the day, word of the day, simple mm-hmm. picture vocabulary. Just keep it simple, you know, um, and then as you grow and, and become more confident, you can just um, branch out a little bit more. Yeah, Wonderful. that's what that's- I would say. Good advice. Yeah. And I think you, you make it sound so simple, just get started. But I think that's the most difficult step mm-hmm. for, for everyone. Right. So, yeah, that's great. So just thinking about what's worked well for you and, and kind of what your success has been coming down to, um, I guess I'll ask you, what are some topics and themes that you think get the most positive feedback and students enjoy the most? Yeah, um, definitely uh, the reels. I don't know if everybody's familiar with it, but the reels on Instagram are basically Instagram's version of TikTok style mm-hmm. videos. No dancing, though. I don't do no? the dancing ones. Not yet. There's <laughs> you, still time. You don't have to. <laughs> I'm proof that you don't have to do the little dancing <laughs> videos. But yeah, maybe. <laughs> never say never. Um, but they're just 30 second videos. Um, you have to keep them under 30 seconds. So it has to be objective, right? And my most watched reel has currently over 500 thousand views and it is titled parts of a door wow i did not expect that to be my most popular video and it's literally me showing um a door handle the the door frame the hinge the bracket hinge but you know what these are words that i don't remember ever seeing in a course book right 14 years of teaching so it is things that are simple um, and maybe to a negative speaker, even I, and I had a, a few native speakers see my video and be like, what the hell is this? Like, who doesn't know this? And I'm like, you're not my target audience. This is for ESL students, right. but the ESL students love it. Like I, and to this day, my husband and I joke that it's become like the bane of my existence. I get messages, do more parts of a door, do more videos, like parts of a door. That's definitely what my followers want. Are most. those genuine comments or is some people trolling or a little bit of both? No, genuine, like private okay. messages. Great. <laughs> That's awesome. So I started a series on parts of a that I make mm-hmm. now bathroom, street, grocery store. Once a week, I post these videos and they're, they're a great hit, a huge hit. That's not what I do only because um, I do want to attract the students that want to learn more than just vocabulary. Right. right. Uh, but it is a good way to 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 attract new followers. So 
like I said, simple vocabulary mm -hmm. has definitely been the most popular to get new, new followers, new, let's say potential students. And then um, the videos I've made on ways to say things are also quite popular. So like, instead of saying, I think you can say, in my opinion, the way I see it, those are very applicable for exams as well. And that's more of yeah. the niche that I want to, to tap into. Right. Um, but yeah, it's things that are objective and immediately applicable to students. That's what you want to put out there and on, on social media. Uh, but in your case, I know you've, you've had a lot more success on YouTube. How do mm -hmm. you find that that's different from what I've seen and what are some of your videos like? So for me, again, it's breaking things down really simply. So the ones that have worked well are like short guides, how to write an essay, how mm -hmm. to do a cause effect essay, how to do a compare contrast essay. Um, breaking something very difficult down into easy steps, I think is really useful for students because pretty much every student has to write essays in school or university mm -hmm. or college. So how do I break that down into a way that's simple, clear, and easy to understand? So as I said, um, not massively successful, but, you know, relatively a few thousand people decided to spend time watching it. And they, from what I saw in the analytics, they watched almost all of it because they need to know mm -hmm. the steps and they could follow it. So it's, I've got to write um, a cause effect essay. How do I do that? Here's the steps, break it down step by step, five steps, follow the steps. I've done it. So that's kind of the approach that I take. Um, again, nowhere near the same level of success as you, but you mentioned reels and I just kind of experimented with reels a few weeks ago, not permanently, just wanted to see how it worked. And like one that I did, which was super basic, just like a word. And it was like, got more than 1500 views in a day. Wow. And I'm like, wow. So it does yeah. work. But again, like we both said, we're perfectionists and I wasn't <laughs> happy with it. So I took it down, but Aww. it's it's definitely good to know. And it's something I will mm -hmm. definitely try to do in the future. So yeah. what's next for you? I guess, you know, you're growing all the time and getting mm -hmm. a lot of success. So what's next for you, Faye, in your social media journey? Well, I really want to take a page off of your book and start adding content to my YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. um, that's always been the goal. I just really haven't had the time, but I, I really want to produce more in-depth uh, content like a, a lesson really, um, like re revising, like let's review um, narrative tenses, past mm -hmm. tenses and things like that. Grammar is something I haven't been able to cover much on Instagram because I don't think I can do it justice with the right. format we have on Instagram, right? Mm -hmm. Like 30 seconds or even Instagram TV, most people don't watch those till the end. When you're on Absolutely. Instagram, you're not there for like a 15 minute video. Yeah. So, so I, I do want to do that more. And that's my, my goal now is just to focus more on my YouTube channel. We'll see when awesome. I have the time. To yeah. I was just going to say about, about that, um, mm -hmm. you know, generally the attention span of people on Instagram might, might be four or five minutes. Right. But definitely compiling things together and maybe doing collections or, you know, getting mm -hmm. all your content and putting it together. That could be a good way. Mm -hmm. um, one niche, I guess our listeners might find useful if they teach younger learners is reading a book. Just mm. reading a book aloud on YouTube with you oh. know a nice background and mm. some nice music. Like I I know a friend who read Harry Potter, just read it and mm. sat in an armchair like they're in a living room and it got mm. hundreds of thousands of views. So wow. yeah, it's definitely kind of like doable. an audio book, but but maybe you can yeah. slow it down. I a bit think more. a lot of parents or you know, children, they just want to listen to it in the background mm -hmm. or whatever. So again, that's potentially something that teachers could look at in the future. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's really great advice. I mean, there's so, so many things we can um, do with the tools we have nowadays and lots of tips and stories shared here for all of you. So hopefully that'll give some of you some inspiration. Now, uh, let's hear from our guest today, Serene, who will add her expertise and knowledge to the discussion. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. So my name is Sirin Benor. Hello. Uh, so I am actually fond of English and that's what my social media is all about. I share new English words, new motivational videos and everything that relates to idioms and so on. So if you're interested, please follow me on Instagram. And my Instagram is English with CC. So yeah, of course, we'll be happy to uh, to share that with our listeners. And again, that's English with CC and that's S-Y-S-Y, just in case you were checking. Perfect. So can you tell us a bit about how you first got started um, producing this kind of content on social media? Well, I started 
getting into this world thanks to the nonprofit organization that I volunteered in. Its name is Junior Chambre International. They discovered that hobby of me and they encouraged me to share it on social media. And that's how it blew up by night, actually. People started waiting for my content. And I also had an English professor who used to always encourage me to even start a YouTube channel. So maybe I'm thinking about that. That's awesome. It's always good to have an inspiration for sure. And that's great. Yeah. Yeah. So why did you decide to use social media? Why did you think, you know, it was the best option for you to share your content and which platforms did you start using when you got, when you first began? Well, I have started this journey during COVID. So social media was our resort to express ourselves. And I figured why not just sharing my hobby in that platform and benefit from it. I'm using Instagram and Facebook for now, and maybe I will shift to YouTube, as I said before mm -hmm. yeah i think we talked about that earlier Faye. that facebook is kind of it has its it has its benefits but i mm -hmm. think for, for what we're trying to do and for you particular um serene i think instagram is mm -hmm. probably a better fit right now for most of us yeah, yeah. It, it seems like things are shifting a bit right so if, mm -hmm. if you've had a following on, on facebook for a while that's great and it, it's good to build that but i think for people just starting out instagram seems to be the easier way to go and to grow fast anyway Yes, exactly. Even TikTok, actually. Right. I was discussing this earlier. Even TikTok now makes people go viral. And that's when it leads to their Instagram page. Mm -hmm. So it's awesome to just, you know, take this opportunity and just maybe blow out on TikTok. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's here. That's another one people can use. Mm -hmm. And um, what, what kind of skills do you think uh, people need to be able to promote their content on social media? I would say every content creator has to have his own touch when creating a video and mm -hmm. that would make him special and attractive to the audience. Not to forget being up to date and knowing what the audience preferences is. Also consistency is the key. You have to be consistent with your content in order to attract the audience and just be there in their mind. So mm -hmm. I would say that. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's a great point. Consistency is key for everything. And I think this is what holds back a lot of teachers from maybe being as successful as they mm -hmm. could be because they don't just not able to, to, you know, provide that consistency. So when we think about English as a language and teaching English, Serene, what do you think are the main advantages of using social media to, to share English with your list, uh, with your audience? Well, using social media to teach English will actually give you the opportunity to just have a bigger network. Like you will have a lot of people from around the world. And that's the plus for me. I have got to know a lot of people and I have gotten a lot of opportunities through posting on social media. So I would say this is the most advantage that I see when mm -hmm. posting on social media. Yeah, it's definitely great to have that direct content uh, contact with your followers and your your audience. But can you think of any like downsides that come as a result of that, or any annoyances um, to having this all this following on social media? Well, yes, mostly it's the audience's pressure. Sometimes, for example, they are not when you are not really responsive because you have work or you study. They will make it will make the audience just judge you and consider you as a bad content creator. Mm. They will start giving those bad reviews and this would affect your brand image like mm -hmm. this will affect you mm -hmm. how do you how do you kind of deal with that when you know people are reaching out to you and they're asking you can you help me with this can you do this um are you able to work with me on this like what what kind of ways of communicating do you have to kind of you know deal with those requests and also kind of maintain some professionalism and an expectation as well 
Well, if it is something really simple and I can help with, I would do that. But if it's something really huge and they're just making that burden on me, I would say I would help you with that. I would assist you with that, but I wouldn't give you the whole thing. You'll have whether it has to be there has to be a fee for it or mm -hmm. I can just give you the minimum that you really need. That's mm -hmm. what I say. And I also just include that I am a student, too. So. I don't really have the, mm -hmm. the whole time to just respond to everybody, you know? Yeah. So that's how yeah. it is. That's a good point. It's easy to get those lines blurred on social media and for followers not to um, see those boundaries because they have that direct line to you, right? But it's important sometimes to remind uh, the followers and, and people there that you're, you have a job. This is your job, right? If you're teaching and you're providing them with free content, um, there's only so much you can do for free. Um, so yeah, usually I like to point uh, people to ways that they can be self-sufficient. I think that helps as well, right? Mm -hmm. uh, rather than saying, oh, sorry, I can't help you. Like like you said, you'd always try to help them, right? And you mentioned that too, uh, but you kind of give them the tools to go and, and kind of do it on their own and, and just come back to you if they have questions, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Right. So when it comes to creating the content, Serene, is there a lot of trial and error involved? You know, for me, I know when I've produced things, I might painstakingly go over every detail for two or three hours and then put it up and think, I don't like the way it looks or I need to change this. And th does that happen a lot in your process, uh, creating content and material? Yes, of course. Absolutely. It takes me some time to just post a video because, because first of all, I don't really do scripts for my videos. That's my own touch. I just develop the idea of the video, the expected outcome, and then I start rehearsing. Sometimes after completing the whole video, I just give up on it because it doesn't really meet my expectations, mm -hmm. which is bad, but it's, it's good too, because you want to just deliver a good content to the audience. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that's very true. And and how do you engage with them then? How do you engage with your followers and keep them interested in your content? Well, first of all, I would try to just, sometimes the audience just uh, imposes on you a certain content. So I would just respond by posting that content that they mm -hmm. want, but with my own touch, I would be responsive. And uh, when it comes to DMs, that's mm -hmm. a way also to just interact with your audience and just show them that you really care about them because audience is the king. So that's what I do to just keep them always interested in my account. Mm -hmm. And of course, you'll have to be consistent. You'll have to post whether stories, reels or IGTVs mm -hmm. to just make them make make them just have you in their mind, make mm -hmm. them wait for you, actually. That's a good point. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. great. If they're kind of waiting for the next thing. And I think it goes back to what you said before about not having a script and trying to be kind of natural and spontaneous. I think um, learners definitely re respond to that. And if they see that approach and that connection, then it's going to benefit you and mm -hmm. hopefully them as well. So as a result of this kind of personal touch and this, this style that you have, have you been able to find students or work opportunities or kind of other um, things you can do as a result of this social media channel? Yes, I actually have found a lot of students through my social media. I have got to know a lot of people through social media and I have got a lot of opportunities, a lot of work opportunities, a lot of um, podcasts, like opportunities. And this is really appealing to me. That's the best part of being a content mm. creator. Yeah, that's awesome. And um, what advice would you give ESL teachers who want to promote their English content through social media? Well, from my humble experience, I would I would advise teachers not to opt for the traditional educational videos. Mm -hmm. They are now a bit boring for the audience. Each ESL teacher has to have a certain 
personal touch. So mm -hmm. they would just maybe use that and their benefit to just deliver a good content and to just attract the audience. That's what I can say mm -hmm. from my experience. I think that's a great point with like adding, trying to be original, but also staying true to yourself, your brand, um, adding that personal touch, which also ties in with being consistent with that, right? So yeah, all great, great lessons, great advice. Would you say there's a, an optimal amount or an optimal time for your videos? Do you think two minutes is good or three minutes is good? Should we ever go more than five or seven minutes? What do you think? No, one to two minutes are fine. But mm -hmm. if, if you are really, you know, you can attract the audience from the very first seconds, you're good to go. But I would say one minute is fine. It's just fine. Because if you just increase that, they wouldn't just continue the whole video and the benefit from it wouldn't be really delivered to them. So I would say one minute is fine, is okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And do you find a combination of, for example, on Instagram posts, stories, reels, do you think it's good to have a combination or do you think there's just one or two things you should do to be effective? No, you'll have to have a combination. You would sometimes just post an IGTV, sometimes it's real, sometimes it's stories. So you will have to be, it has to be a mix in order to make them just interact with you. Mm -hmm. Have you found the same, Faye, in your experience? So yeah, far? absolutely. Um, I was actually talking to a follower who's also a teacher recently, and um, he has great content on his Instagram, but I was just t telling him, you you have to start making reels if you want to mm -hmm. get more followers, because he, he was only posting those carousel posts, and which is great. They're very educational, very visual. But um, he said, oh, but I don't know if that will work with the design of my profile. And, and this is something I hear a lot from a lot of people. Um, oh, I, they try to make their, their Instagram profile, all the posts look really nice and neat, which is something we do on ESL Talk podcast, but we're not yes. teaching through Instagram, right? We're just mm -hmm. um, advertising our, our episodes. Yeah. But you, I always say worry less about the, the look of your profile as a whole. Um, but worry more about having an identity, like Serene said, have your brand, your personal identity, and let's say a few colors that you use, but then do a variety of posts, videos, uh, pictures, mm -hmm. and things like that. Uh, with that brand, people will still know it's you, and you'll keep it original, you'll keep it interesting, and definitely uh, kind of approach people from all sides. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I just want to add something that with reels, you will reach more audience than mm -hmm. just posting an IGTV yes. or a story. Exactly. So yeah. it's really yeah. beneficial. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. We talked about this at the beginning of the episode. How, um, did. That's definitely how I grew to now uh, nearly 20,000 followers. It just More than 20,000. Yeah, I guess right now <laughs> we, we surpassed that number. Yeah. It's funny <laughs> it's you say viral. that. Yeah. yeah, because I, I was just kind of doing a bit of trial and error. But again, consistency is my biggest problem. And I pushed mm -hmm. out just a couple of really boring, super simple, basic reels and still getting like two, three, four thousand views. So it, yeah. it definitely does work. So yeah, I can absolutely. attest to that. Yeah. 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 So Serene, what's the future for English with CC? Where do you want to go with it? And kind of what are your plans going forward? Well, for now, I am just focusing on my studies, but it's like, it's something that I'm planning. It's a project for me. I would like to just make it viral more than now. I would like to just be consistent, more consistent because for now, I am honestly not really being consistent because of my, uh, my life, but I would love to just uh, make it as a work for me. It's really something I love and I just look forward to just be in that field. So that's it. I would... I would make plans to just make it more, 
more of a job for me, maybe. Mm-hmm. That's great. Awesome. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us today, Serena. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Wow. What another fascinating episode today. I definitely learned a lot and I'll be trying some of these techniques on my social media accounts too. Hopefully you can also try them. Yes, absolutely. Me too. And as always, remember to subscribe to receive the latest episodes each Wednesday. You can follow us on Instagram at ESL Talk Podcast, or you can send us an email to Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. As always, guys, feel free to reach out if you'd like to be a part of the podcast, if you have any questions or you'd like to give us your feedback. Yes. And tune in next Wednesday for another brand new episode. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes and to follow us on Instagram and Facebook for even more ESL teaching content. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe for even more ESL teaching content.